right, testing. One, two. One, two, testing. Hi, this is James. Welcome to MJV's Authorized Meme Cast Episode 2, the longly awaited sequel to the first episode. Sorry for the delay with uh, things like Christmas and the New Year and COVID and uh, laziness and procrastination, but we just haven't got around to recording it. But here we're going to attempt to do episode two of the Authorized Meme Cast. Thank you for joining us. And uh, today we have our very first guest. The guest I'm really excited to have on the show. It's Cedar Fair Fam from TikTok. We're excited to have her here. And uh, before we get talking about you and your page and everything else, I hear that you're married to a very accomplished meme lord. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your husband and just uh, how amazing he is. My husband. He is the kind of guy that makes me... A lot of times need to facepalm. Um, he gets the uh, middle name a lot, you know. My husband is my third child. No, but he is a he's he is a very fun, and um, we are on the slave adventure together. And I don't know what to say about you, so you better edit this. I didn't know I had to talk about you. No, there's no editing. This is like a Bob Ross painting. Yeah, we don't make mistakes. We just make happy little trees here. So uh, there won't be any editing at all. This is very unprofessional. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, well, yes, the, uh, Nicole is my wife, if you haven't figured that out yet. That's why we, I've been really looking forward to interviewing her on the podcast. So uh, we're excited to have her here. And... Um, why don't you tell them a little bit about um, the Fantasy Football League? Oh, man. So, this is my third year, I think, playing Fantasy yes. Football. And the very first year was a little bit of a mess for me because I wasn't sure how to play. And anybody that knows my husband knows that, like, besides the Lord, he loves football the second most in his life <laughs> um he is very adamant about his knowledge in football and the players and all things football so anytime I would ask him a question he would get a little wonky on me and he would want to take my phone or or make a decision for me so I was a little frustrated the first year and then the second year I was like well I'm not gonna ask questions I'm just gonna figure it out and I ended up going in to the playoffs and made it to the final game and I lost which I was super excited still and then this year I was like okay I'm gonna draft this team I'm kind of drafting in the middle of the ball game of these guys I'm like pretty much the only girl that plays and I figured they all would like okay she probably don't know what she's talking about which I don't really but I listened to my husband talk a lot about football so I have a little bit of his knowledge um, and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to make my team based upon um, people with really cool names. So that's how I drafted my team. I just chose players that had super cool names to me or something like, like CD Lamb. I picked him because my son likes sheep. So I thought Lamb was cool and <laughs> stuff. Uh, um, so yeah, the, I picked my why team. Why don't you tell me your uh, team's name? My team this year was Kelsey 3PO's because um, I had Travis Kelsey on my team, which he's pretty much the main reason my team kind of went off this year, um, and I did end up winning. So I beat all the boys, so they'll have to come, you know, guns a-blazing next year against me. 
it's really frustrating because there's a lot of uh, time and effort that a lot of this is. Uh, if you guys didn't play, many of you that were listening probably played in the league. It was uh, opened up to the official Christian memes, which MJV is a admin for, and. Uh, just seeing how people can win with just the random draft strategy of picking names that sound cool. You know, a lot of us did a lot of research, you know, a lot of um, time and effort went into drafting our teams. And, uh, yeah, it just goes to show you that uh, the NFL's rigged. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, she won the Fantasy Football League this year. Um, and I've created a monster. So, we're... Uh, we're going to try harder next year. But uh, I also wanted to talk to you about, we, we recently went to see a really cool movie. Um, and I wanted to do this shortly after it came out. By now, if you haven't seen it, um, here's your uh, spoiler alert uh, warning. If you haven't seen Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home to stop the podcast and come back when you have seen it. But by now, if you haven't Why seen it... Why have you not? Why have you not seen it? Right. If you haven't seen it by now, I have no hard feelings uh, ruining the movie for you, basically. But uh, we went recently went to go see this movie, and it was probably the greatest Marvel movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, it was absolutely amazing, everything I expected out of it. But uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you thought about the movie? Um, I... I don't know. It was. I don't necessarily think it was like my all-time favorite, the best movie. I think it like had a lot of really all the things that you want in a good movie. Um, I really liked the fact that like it just kind of brought different generations of Spider-Man fans together with bringing spoiler alert, all of the past actors into the movie. Um, I grew up with Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. I can't talk, people. Sorry, you have to deal with it. I'm from Michigan. My husband will say. But anyways, <laughs> he was my Spider-Man, so it was really kind of cool. And then, obviously, into our young adulthood, we, you know, got to see um, the different Spider-Mans, um, which was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I like the movie. I'm not a huge Marvel buff like my husband he definitely knows a, he's very knowledgeable in all things marvel for the most part um i just like the movies and i like to collect the pop figurines we have a lot of pop figures so yes yeah, a very large collection um who is your favorite spider-man out of the three that have portrayed spider-man who is your favorite and why um I think that I really like Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Um, I just feel like he's kind of like a good like mix of like being personable in the like nerdy, like weird teenager vibe for me. Because um, he kind of reminds me of like my daughter who's a teenager and like some of her friends. They're just kind of weird and, and teenagery and awkward. And he just, he kind of has that more vibe for me. Um, and he's a good actor. Um, overall, so nothing against the other two. Like, I really, obviously, Tobey Maguire would be my number two because he was my Spider-Man and mm -hmm. gives me nostalgic feelings just watching the movies as because we watched all the movies before we went and saw the new Spider-Man, so it was cool just kind of bringing in all the old feelings. <laughs> yeah, I, I explained this in Sunday or Actually, it was at the uh, lock-in, the team lock-in that we did for New Year's. Um, who my favorite Spider-Man was, and it was it's really hard to choose because I feel like Tobey Maguire um, played the best um, Peter Parker. 
he kind of had that uh, nerdiness about him, and he just really sold the Peter Parker uh, role. I, I felt like he did a really good job with that. And I don't think Andrew McGuire gets a fair shot at it. I personally didn't like... Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, not Andrew McGuire. There's a fusion hybrid of the two here <laughs> that uh, just came together to make the ultimate Spider-Man. But no, um, Andrew Garfield, I didn't give him a fair shot at the beginning because um, I was a big fan of the original Spider-Mans too because, uh, you know, that was our Spider-Man, like you said. And uh, I thought they were rebooting Spider-Man when they casted him. I didn't realize it was a whole different um, kind of version of Spider-Man. So I kind of, I, I guess you could say I boycotted Andrew Garfield's movies and later uh, went back and watched him. But I believe he plays the best Spider-Man. He's got... Um, just out of the three actors, I think he plays Spider-Man the best. And then you have Tom Holland, like you said. I think he's the best uh, combination of the both, uh, both Peter Parker and of uh, uh, Spider-Man. And he really does portray that teenage um, uh, character really well. So um, if I had to pick a favorite, it's obviously Tobey Maguire for nostalgia purposes only. But I think the best actor overall is Tom Holland. And uh, Andrew doesn't get a fair shot at it. But I am looking forward to the rumored new movies coming up with him. They want to continue his uh, story from what I've been reading. So it'll be good to see him get a third movie. And maybe he'll get Venom in his movie. So that would be cool. Yeah, I think at the theater, like, him coming out, like, definitely had, like, the largest, like, screeching of like young girls that I've ever heard in my lifetime. <laughs> the girls behind us were probably like in their early 20s and they were screaming when he came out. So I know Andrew was definitely, everybody was looking forward to seeing him in the movies. It's just amazing what they're doing with these characters now. Spider-Man's been around since the 60s and generation after generation has loved him. He's probably Marvel's most uh, iconic character. Like, growing up, for me, you had the big three. You had Superman, you had Batman, and Spider-Man were the three, like, most prominent superhero characters. So, and Spider-Man's cool because he's a teenager, and uh, he relates to a lot of the problems that teenagers have. And, um, you know, finding his identity as a person. And, yeah, it's just really cool to see uh, what they're doing with the characters now and all the movies and stuff. And... Yeah, uh, just real excited about uh, the future of Marvel and not so much DC. So I'm not a big DC fan, so I hope that doesn't make me lose too many of you out there. Uh, I think the characters are cool. Batman's awesome. But uh, the movies and stuff, they could do a lot better. So moving on. Pressing uh, forward. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, who is Nicole? Who is Nicole? Oh, well, um, I'm Nicole. I was born and raised in Michigan. Um, I moved to Ohio when I was a young adult, and um, I met my husband through some mutual friends, and um, I was raised in church. I grew up Lutheran, um, and... After I met my husband, we started attending his church, the Baptist church, and um, I um, was baptized in the church here, and I've been an active member um, working alongside of, with James in our ministries to the teens here. Um, hmm, I don't, I, 
you know, I enjoy spending time um, with my family. We are very um, on the go. <laughs> we really like going to amusement parks and we grew up in an area that has many of them. And I always enjoyed uh, that kind of stuff when I was a kid. I just didn't get to do that stuff as often. So it's cool like getting to take my kids to do cool things. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I grew up with Cedar Point in my backyard for years, and I only attend, went there a couple times growing up. So just being able to have that opportunity to share the uh, you know world's best amusement park in our backyard, basically with our kids, has been really cool. But uh, that brings us up there. I did a segment on MJV a while back, and uh, it was called. Um, Bucket list versus anti-bucket list. And I just kind of interviewed, not really interviewed, I just posed questions on the meme page about what some people's bucket lists were and what some of the people's uh, anti-bucket lists were, which we'll explain here in a second. But uh, as far as bucket lists, um, it was funny because we were just watching Sonic the Hedgehog with our son and Sonic's trying to check off all these things he wants to do before he leaves Earth. He has this like yes. bucket list of things he wants to do. Um, do you have a bucket list? And if you do, what kind of things are on it? Um, I don't, like, per se, have, like, something written down or anything like that. Like, I'm not that bucket list crazy. But there are some things, like, I've always wanted to do, um, especially, like, since I was younger. Like, um, I, I've always wanted to go to Disney, so that has been, like, a big thing. And I've been talking about it for years, and we will be going here. Actually, it's our 30-day mark. We are 30 days out, so we'll be there. If anybody's there, you can come find us. Um but we'll be hanging out and it's going to be so fun having our family there um, and hopefully experiencing some Disney magic. Um, but I just really wanted to do a lot of traveling and things I wasn't able to do. I would like to eventually go to some of the, like the national parks and things and maybe travel overseas. I don't know. I just want to just go. I want to go, go. I'll travel. Over. <laughs> see different sites and stuff I'm sure there's other things but I just can't think of them currently yeah my bucket list really wasn't anything all that amazing you've helped me accomplish some of the things on there like I wanted to go see my favorite football team the Miami Dolphins play a football game I'd been to other football games and uh, we went and watched them lose to the Detroit Lions <laughs> uh, in 2014 which that, uh, never again am I taking my husband to a stadium that is not the Dolphins <laughs> to watch a Dolphins game during the regular season, people. It was it Yeah, was I got heckled much. quite a bit. And I think what put the icing on the cake is when we were walking out of the stadium and um, not any disrespect to any of our uh, handicapped uh, um, listeners or followers of the page, but uh, I was getting heckled by a deaf guy. Uh, for a good, like, I don't know, half a mile. He just would not leave me alone. Following behind right. us, signing in. I don't know what he was signing, but it was his clearly... His friends were laughing hysterically. It was it was not fun. <laughs> yeah. It was um, It was rough. It was it, very the rough. game was fun. Beforehand was fun. We walked around and um, got to enjoy some of the stuff that they had provided outside of the game. That was cool. But we did go to another game. It was a preseason game down in Cincinnati um, against the Bengals. And uh, we actually got free tickets from somebody that I know. And it was so much more chill. Like, their fans were chill. But maybe it was just because it was preseason. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We had to, like, fly down there um, 
because we went right after church and we made it like right as they were beginning the game at kickoff, but it was fun. So we did a segment on MJV called the anti-bucket list. And basically everybody has a bucket list. Like we said, Sonic had things he wanted to check off before he left Earth. We shared a few things with you, but um, what an anti-bucket list is, is things that you absolutely never want to do uh, with your time on Earth here. Like something you just absolutely never want to do. And let me go ahead and read a few of the ones that people submitted on MJV a while back. And uh, the first one here we have is die. They never want to die. Well, if you know the Lord, you don't have to die. Uh, somebody else put date in high school. Okay, they must have been in high school. Eat pineapple on pizza. Amen. Amen to that. You know, um, hey. it's disgusting. Uh, no, I'm a very okay. outwardly, uh, been outspoken against pineapple. You don't pizza. like any fruit, so that you can't. I, uh, you don't get a choice. I want every animal that God's created on this earth to be uh, butchered and put on my pizza for my enjoyment. That's the type of yeah. pizza I like. The more dead animals you can throw on my pizza, the better. So that, that's oh, the type goodness. of pizza I like. Um, that's my true. pizza. It's true. So we have eat pineapple on pizza, which I commented, a man of culture. Let's see here. They never want to get divorced. Um, yeah, that's really ugly. I, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah, like you're it, stuck with me. So. That'd be very, uh, it's very <laughs> tough thing there. Um, again, die. Like I said, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's not something you'll ever have to worry about. You can spend an eternity in heaven and uh, uh, something you got to look forward to. Eat a live spider. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been studies and like things that say that people ingest so many spiders while they're sleeping throughout their lifetime. I don't know how accurate those are or how they come up with those um, those statistics. How do they know? How do they know that you're eating spiders in your sleep? Like, I don't feel like that would be that terrible though. Like, I mean, maybe a huge tarantula, but like, really, it's. I mean, I don't know. And how? And you wouldn't know anyway, so it wouldn't be that bad. But I suppose if you were like, there was no food and all you had to do was eat bugs, and there was a ton of spiders, that probably wouldn't be too pleasant. We had a teacher in elementary school traveled somewhere overseas, and she brought back different like freeze dried crickets and stuff, and yeah, we, some of the kids tried it. I heard those are really good. The yeah. the, the crickets, yeah. I heard those taste pretty good. I don't know. So we got eat a live spider. Somebody put go to hell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously. I think, yeah. Most people could agree, even, you know. A lot of people joke around and say hell's going to be a party and, uh, you know, all my friends are going to be there. Well, even if that's true, like, as far as, like, you going there with your friends, it's not going to be a party. It's described as eternal torment and suffering. And I just, like, feel for people that don't take it seriously and don't feel like hell's an actual place. I know that a lot of people teach that uh, when you die, that's it. You're annihilated. But uh, I think the Bible clearly teaches about a literal hell. And Jesus mentions it uh, time and time again. And again, you can get into the biblical theological debates on the wording and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I think it's pretty obvious and straightforward that it's a literal place. Somebody put eat cheese. What is wrong? <laughs> People. That sounds like our son, who is adamant that he doesn't like cheese, yet he'll eat like certain cheese items, so it's questionable. Eat cheese. Yeah, a Asher likes cheese. He yeah. just, I think, I don't know. <laughs> He's a texture person, so I think it's more certain textures, like stringy cheese he doesn't like. There's no such thing as enough cheese. Like, 
when we go to Olive Garden and the person's, <laughs> like, shredding the cheese onto your salad, like, I don't want to tell them I to always stop. have to look at you like, are you going to say it? I don't <laughs> like, want to say it. I, there's, no, there's never enough. Like, <laughs> I think that's enough. You've had enough. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Uh, I really feel this one. Something they never want to do is talk to people. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I don't... It's not that bad. I am an introvert. Oh, um, Yes. Which makes my callings very difficult. But, uh. Sometimes takes encouragement, like a yeah. nudge from me. Go talk to them. <laughs> but as an introvert, when you do talk to people, it is much, much more rewarding. And that sense of accomplishment you get. And, the, you know, the feeling that you're being obedient to what the Lord would have you to do. So. Yeah. Um, I'm talking. People, you. you know, people aren't that bad. Um, you just got to talk to them. We were going to be awkward because that's just how we are. Awkward is awesome. Yeah, you just got to do it. Eat clams. I don't know. I've never had clams. I don't know how that would how that would taste. I don't think I've ate clams. I've ate a lot of random seafood, but I don't think I've had clams. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how clams would be. I, I, I imagine I like them being scallops salty. and stuff. I don't know. I, think I just think it would be the texture for most people because it, it looks like slimy and like kind of chewy. I don't know. So this person said, stray from God's will. That, good. Oh, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Run. They never want to run. <laughs> I feel this one. <laughs> My knee is currently not operating properly because I just went to cross the street and realized there was a truck coming. So I attempted to run. I attempted to run, and my knee hasn't forgiven me yet, so... <laughs> and this um, was almost a week ago, so age is definitely catching up to us, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this person put something they never want to do is unfollow me. Thank you for that. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, I, I'll find a way to chase you away. Don't worry. I mean, uh, sometimes I've thought about unfollowing him, so I'm <laughs> proud. Good job. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Have a wife named Karen. <laughs> oh, well. oh, we we have a lot of fun with Karens and the name and the stereotype, but um, yeah. this is no offense to anybody out there named Karen that doesn't meet the um, stereotype of a person named Karen, but I'd say nine out of ten Karens I've known in my life have um, yeah. lived up to that stereotype of their name, so... Yes. Well, yeah, um, we just experienced a literal Karen that was a Karen recently, in, in recent years, so... Yes. Yeah, we were going to do a segment at the end of this called Karen's of the Comment Section. Um, I think we're going to table that uh, for segment another time. for another time. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of... <laughs> People are so pleasant. Yeah, I, and the way I replied to this person was, I put, you just done jinxed yourself. I'm calling it now. Your wife's name's going to be Karen. So. <laughs> well, lucky for you, my name is not Karen. This so. person put, I never want to do the Corona nose swab test. Nah. Well, this this was dated. Or this um, list took place quite a while ago, and and it's funny because even in my memories, I got the little information. You can receive information and resources from COVID nineteen. <laughs> like really, I think I've literally been told by two different people: the pharmacist from my COVID booster and the um, urgent care doctor that I need to go have testing done on me because of how many times I've had COVID. <laughs> And I had COVID, I had my series of shots for my vaccines, and then I got it again, and then it's just, it's ongoing for my life. Yeah, when God was making you, when he was pouring everything in, he just forgot the immune system part. <laughs> he literally yeah. just, 
a sprinkle, nothing more. <laughs> a little dab, like a little salt bay dab there, just kind of throwing it in there. It's fun. Hey, the the Lord got me through. I survived. Oh, no. It was rough. I just lost the... Uh, we'll find you. We're coming back. Listen away. Yeah. All right. Eat a spider. Got that cheese. Oh, yes. I don't know Straight why. God's will. Whoever put cheese, they're just... They're okay, this person them. said skydive. And you know what? That would be very frightening, but I think with a tandem, it wouldn't be so bad. Okay, but time out. But really, because me, you, and our... Uh, okay, me and James and our son, Asher, decided that we were going to go onto the ripcord at Cedar <laughs> Point, okay? So we get all hooked in and everybody's good to go. And James's feet are not working in this little strap thing he needs to go into. We're falling everywhere. And we get hoisted up and I'm the one that gets nominated to pull the cord because my husband is the tallest. He has to be in the middle. And I'm nervous. And our son is literally having a meltdown. And I'm like, wow. Like, he is our adrenaline junkie. He loves the thrills of roller coasters and rides. And he is having a meltdown. And I have to pull this cord and hope my son doesn't, like, pass out or something on me. So I really, and, and I don't know. I was so nervous doing that, but like just going that high, you even said that was high. Like, yeah, can you imagine was, being in a plane because that's like it not, was high, so tiny in comparison. Wait, here's the thing though: is um, once we went, I was trying to enjoy it. I was trying to put my <laughs> arms out. I was trying to have the feeling of flying because I love that feeling. I love that feeling of being like on a roller coaster and it just feels like <laughs> you're flying through the sky. As long as I'm strapped into something, and I feel secure. I can, you can. Put me up as high as you want, but you guys want to let go of my arms. I was trying to put my arms up, and you guys are clinging to me for dear life. I just wanted to enjoy. It. Eventually, I got my arms free and enjoyed it. I had it a one arm bit. out, but the other one just—it felt like it felt right to have like linked arms with you. Like I don't know, it was just—it was such a weird feeling. Like you really don't feel like you're very strapped in. Like you're in these like makeshift vests and with a carabiner. Like it—it it felt. It didn't feel right. It just... Yeah. Something about it just felt shaky. I hate heights. Like, um, I'm scared to death of climbing up on things that are really high if I don't feel secure. Like, the Marblehead Lighthouse. Yeah. We went up to the top of that uh, with Asher. Asher's trying to pretty much jump off the side. I'm trying to keep him from killing himself. And I'm just clinging to the side of the lighthouse. And there's this mother with her daughter up there like, hey, will you take our picture? I'm trying, I'm thinking, I'm, Asher's going to jump off the edge. I got to, like, let go of this lighthouse to take these people's picture. Um, I did it. I don't know how good the picture was. It probably wasn't very good at all. But, uh, <laughs> I remember you coming down and being, like, shaky-legged because you were, it was too much for you. <laughs> I would love to skydive, but I still think, I don't know. So I don't know if we could, it would be, it would be nerve-wracking. So this person put, what's one thing that you will never do again? Um, and I just put one thing I'll never do again is try sushi. Everybody that loves sushi tries to get me to eat sushi. And they're like, no, you just haven't had the right one. No, I do not like sushi. I've tried tons of sushi because of peer pressure and people enforcing me to eat it. I'll never eat it again. It's <laughs> That's so funny. I, I, I mean, I would say yes. That there's some that, yeah, but you know. Because, like, some of the ones don't have, like fish in them and most people like that's what really gets them is like that fish taste but you don't like vegetables so it's not like oh let's not eat that eat these vegetables like you 
you are the pickiest eater about fruits and veggies, so yeah, I don't. I'm a meat yeah. man. I love my meat. Yeah, all forms. I, I think that's probably. I'm so thankful that uh, God sushi. declared uh, food clean to Peter, <laughs> like all food clean, so we can eat it. And uh, people, and I know that this is a sore subject for a lot of my followers too. Y'all want to argue about that? I don't care. I'm gonna keep eating my steaks. I'm gonna keep eating my cheeseburgers. Uh, put all the meat on my pizza. If it's not for you, you know, enjoy he, enjoy your interpretation of scripture. I believe it's clean, and I'm gonna eat it. He so. would wither away if he did not eat meat. <laughs> all right. So, what's your anti bucket list? What are some things oh that you goodness. will absolutely never do? I don't. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It's really hard because, like, I like to try new things, and I'm kind of open to trying stuff. I don't, I don't know. Eh. I have seen some weird stuff, like, like skydiving. I used to be like, yeah, I think I could do that, and I don't know now. And like that swing. Have you seen the swings where they swing you into like? some giant like i don't even know what it's called it, in the middle of the mountain range and then they swing you into oh it. yeah I'm, i don't, I don't know good. it's like like a gorge or something and like i don't know like and then some of them they'll like set you on a chair and they'll kick you off like why that doesn't sound <laughs> fun to me um i don't know i think it's just with my age things are freaky now like i don't know but i, I don't like like all these people like wanting to do these like haunted things no i don't mess around with demons and the like no thank you absolutely yeah. not never doing anything no i'm not i don't play around with that no no it's a big no yeah we're in the middle of watching a netflix show called archive 81 i think so it's yes. called really that's a really creepy show we haven't so finished weird. it yet we got two more episodes so creepy so weird uh, our former pastor was very outspoken about horror movies and things like that about um christian shouldn't have no part in it because he feels like it's just Opening like a, a gateway, gateway to that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I I can see that, and I can also see enjoying some of it. And you yeah, know, I, just I, use some discernment, I guess. Right. Uh, kind of feel it out, and you know, yeah. everybody's different. So um, I enjoy thriller type stuff, but when you really get into like the realistic demon possession stuff, like that stuff's real. It's not meant to be joking around. Yeah, yeah. it's it, no. People don't realize, like, you know, this isn't just some make-believe cartoony thing. Like, and that's scary. Right. There's a difference between fiction and there's a difference between stuff that, you know, is based on real events. And the demon stuff is just, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion on it. Uh, my anti-bucket list is uh, I would never want to have to do anything with centipedes. <laughs> I am scared to death of centipedes. I don't know why. I don't have, really have any phobias, but centipedes. He has fallen in the bathroom because of centipedes. Yes, I, I'm just I'm I'm sitting on the toilet, you know, doing my business, and one just come out of the bathtub and it's like it's like we made eye contact. It was just staring me down, and it come veering for me like it. it it was going to be my demise, and uh, I fell off the toilet, like, screaming, because I thought the centipede was going to kill me, so. There, there's no reason for a creature to have that many legs on their body. I'm going to take that one up with God when I get to heaven. Be like, hey, what were you thinking with this one? Like, I, 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 I appreciate all your creation. It's beautiful. But uh, the centipede, um, I got some reservations about that one. But, uh, yeah, anti-bucket list. I, uh, I bring up bucket list because... Um, 
your page kind of came about because of a bucket list that we kind of established oh, yes. uh, as a family, uh, something we wanted to do. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about that real quick and uh, a little bit about your page before you have to go. Okay, so I already said like our family really likes amusement parks. Our home park is Cedar Point. Um, it's part of the Cedar Fair group. Um, I actually worked at Cedar Point for 11 years. Um, I ran their in-park restaurants. It was fun, good first like out of school job for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think like my love for all things amusement parks started and stemmed from, you know, being involved in work there. Um, but I had, um, you know, we have platinum passes through Cedar Fair, so you can go to multiple different parks. So we have had been as a family to a couple of the parks in the past. We had been to Kings Island and we had been to Cedar Point. I myself had been to Michigan Adventures because I'm from Michigan. Um, like I said, but Michigan Adventures was really the only park I ever went to as like a child. I didn't go to Cedar Point until I was um, in high school with a friend. Um, so we decided that like we'd like to go to, you know, as many of the Cedar Fair own parks as we can because our passes and all things attached to our passes are good there. So we get to go into the park, we get to park, um, we, you know, our meal plans and drink plans, all that stuff works. So I was like, it'd be a cool, you know, little vacation to just kind of, you know, do a road trip, hit up a bunch of these parks. Um, and so we decided you know, kind of like on a whim, we decided we're going to do it. So we went to um, several different parks. We ended up going from where we live in Ohio. We went to Pennsylvania. We went to Dorney Park and we stayed at a KOA there, which is really cool. It um, really nice, um, just in the wilderness, beautiful um, place to stay if you're ever looking for somewhere definitely if you're into camping or, or even like we've got cabins so that we had like air conditioning and stuff we were kind of glamping but it was very nice it's a dry county which is also nice we didn't have to really worry about any of that extra stuff that sometimes comes with camping yep. um so and then we hit up dorney park it's a lot smaller of a park but so much fun like going and um getting to ride some new rides um, and then from there we went on down and we headed south and then we went in to, um, um, King's Dominion. So that is in Doswell, um, Virginia, I believe that sounds right. Just outside of DC. Right? Yeah. It, it's like close to Washington DC area. Um, and that is the sister park to King's Island. So it was almost identical to yeah. King's Island. It had a lot of similarities. They both have like their um, Eiffel Tower and just kind of the setup and stuff is very similar, which was kind of cool. Like, because it's nice to kind of have a feel for the park and where you should go and how to get around it. So it was kind of nice there. Um, they had some cool rides there. They had a little bit bigger rides than Doherty um, that we enjoyed. But Doherty um, was cool because they had one of our old rides that they uh, took down the Demon Drop. Yes. So it was cool being able to see that again from Cedar Point. Yeah, that was cool. And then from there, we headed down even further south, and we went into um, the Carolinas. And we stayed down in South Carolina, and we went to Carolines, which is cool park because it is actually like right on the border so part of the park is in north carolina and part of the park is in south carolina so that was really cool we spent one day um in the water park because mm -hmm. it was my birthday 
So I wanted to go hang out. We all hung out in the water park. And then we went and got some nice, delicious North Carolina barbecue at Nick and Jim's Barbecue, I believe is what it was called. Mm-hmm. It was super good. Um, and then the next day we um, splurged and got ourselves um, cut the line passes, which um, allows you to go through like, a, it's kind of like a fast lane um, type line so that way we could get through and get on to all of their coasters because it was a weekend um, Friday and we accomplished so many rides there um like pretty much everything that was open and available there was a couple rides that were down but they have Fury 325 amazing ride if you're ever down there definitely like it's like if you're a coaster buff like that would be like a top 10 bucket list coaster since we're bucket listing Mm -hmm. Um, to ride actually it's like it's been like number one coaster for many years which I think it's probably been taken down to number two now with the Velocal coaster down in Florida at um what is that at Bush Gardens maybe no. No. Universal I think okay so that coaster which I would like to go on eventually but um yeah and then we headed back up to KI um on our kind of rounds for that trip so um in the process i was like you know my husband's been like he he obviously you all know he he's a meme guy he does a lot of stuff he started a tiktok and like i was like you know like you kind of gotta find like like your little kind of what your cup of tea is for those kind of things and i was like you know what would be cool is to like kind of document some of the stuff we have done over the years with the kids at you know all these different cedar fair parks so that's when i decided to start cedar fair fam um and just kind of like my husband think he's always joking and saying oh you're an influencer and it's like my page ain't like that now (laughs) (laughs) it's really like it's it's cool just to be able to go back and look at stuff especially for like my kids and stuff and i mean it's obviously open for anybody and you know i post a lot of different coasters and different like flat rides um that we enjoy and like so um i'm probably going to document some of our stuff that we do at disney and put it on there even though it's not a cedar fair park um just because you know roller coasters in general are cool and our thing and our son who is nine he has rode 62 roller coasters so far so he is absolutely well adrenaline junkie well on his way um to you know riding tons more so we want to go somewhere for his birthday so we're just looking into it if you have any recommendations you know hit us up we would like to stay somewhere in driving distance to ohio but i know there's a lot of cool places that we've been looking into so yeah i mean Hershey Park, uh, Dollywood, Kennywood are a couple that have been recommended to us. Um, and also some of the Six Flags parks and, you know. Okay, before you go, because I know you got to go here. Uh, your favorite park and your favorite ride. Yeah. So far, because we, we're going to visit a lot more, obviously. My favorite park so far is definitely Cedar Point, even though... I feel like it's cliche to say because it's our home park, but it really is. It has the most bang for your buck, has the most coasters. It's huge. Like the peninsula is huge. It has a beautiful beach. Um, It has the water park super nice. Um, The coasters are amazing. Um, And they're just continually updating. Um, 
the new CEO is really like in tune with amusement parks and you know they're really molding Cedar Point into being like even better than it you know has been yeah um and my favorite ride um I I hate to say is probably Fury 325 absolutely yeah it was it was like everything you need in a good coaster. Although, uh, like, I really love a lot of coasters at Cedar Point. Like, Millennium Force is amazing. Um, and I also really liked Orion at Kings Island, which is like, yeah. it was just smooth like butter because obviously it's like the newest coaster of Cedar Fairs. But uh, Fury just, I don't know, it's very smooth. It had like all the cool inversions and it was. Um, it reminded me of like Gatekeeper uh, at Cedar Point how mm-hmm. it went through at the beginning where people are walking in and it just everything that I wanted plus like there's certain rides that just like are uncomfortable to ride um, and I just felt like the seats and everything on the ride was just well done for for the rider so yes it was perfect well we appreciate you being on the podcast today um, this won't be the last you'll be hearing of Nicole. She'll be a regular here on the podcast. Somebody has to keep him in line. <laughs> right. But uh, we want to give a shout out to Sound Roll for his song Bulletproof, which will be, uh, you'll, you probably heard at the beginning and the end of the podcast, as long as I get it in there correctly. And um, yes. again, we thank you for listening and uh, please tune in next week. Or I say next week. I said next week last time. It turned into like two months. But uh, the next episode, I think we're going to talk about... Um, one of our former students that we had in the class and just the importance of uh, kind of discipleship and, uh, you know, having those connections with people in the church. If not, um, we will have a different topic and episode for you here in a few weeks. So, as always, um, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your memes, and we will see you next time. Aww.